0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Sandy K Nutrition, Health and Lifestyle Queen. And this is, I think it's episode 17. Wow. And I am actually sitting here in my backyard early in the morning, so hopefully you won't hear any noises except for the birds. I just couldn't handle the thought of recording this in my freezing cold air-conditioned basement. So here I am outside and hopefully the sound will be just as good and none of my noisy neighbors will be up yet. (laughs) Okay, so today I decided to continue the conversation about COVID. And the reason I'm doing this is because we're finding out so much more and we're finding out that really... There are many things that we can do. There are also many things that are uncontrollables. So I think it's important to do what we can do and control what we can control. And then, you know, if if we end up contracting it, just, you know, hope for the best and hope you're not one of those odd cases that has no underlying conditions yet gets very, very sick from this virus. So I was going to do a full review of Dr. Kara Fitzgerald's published peer-reviewed paper. Now, Dr. Kara Fitzgerald, she's a naturopathic doctor and a certified practitioner with the Institute for Functional Medicine. She does a lot. She's actually, she runs a clinic outside of Somewhere near Connecticut. I read a lot of her stuff. The woman is brilliant. She does a lot of research, and I absolutely loved this paper. Um, It is intended for healthcare professionals. So, the reason why I decided not to do a full review of this is because it was very, very complicated. However, I believe that it's a good idea. To take snippets of this paper because there are many things that can be done during all the phases of COVID. So number one is prevention. Okay. Like that is obviously first and foremost, let's not get this damn thing, right? And so there's actually a lot of things that can be i guess i don't even know okay first i'm gonna actually start this i'm gonna start this with a disclaimer to say this is not medical advice whatever i'm talking about here is simply for educational purposes only nothing else i am not going to claim anything because i am literally just reviewing a paper But I do strongly believe there's a lot of evidence. And that's the thing. Even I watched a video um, from Josh Gitalis. He's a functional nutritional practitioner. I think that's what he is. Or a certified nutritional practitioner. Anyway, he talked about vitamin D. And he also talked about the fact that having actual proven studies right now is... Pretty much impossible because it's I mean COVID is new I mean coronavirus is not new but this entire virus and our experience with it is new so it takes many 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 years to get proven um, test results so everything that I'm talking about today is evidence-based which means there's been enough evidence to show that this stuff works obviously nothing is foolproof And again, not medical advice. So I needed to preface that. So number one, the thing that uh, Dr. Kara Fitzgerald talks about is the foundational stuff and prevention, which is what I'm going to focus on here. Because then she actually starts to get into the fighter cells, the NK cells, the Th1 cells, and how to support um, how to support those during different phases of COVID. It can get super super complicated, which is why I'm not going to talk about those at all. Because especially because of that cytokine storm. Which I mentioned last week, cytokine storm is basically when there's an overreaction of your immune system. That's when people can get super, super, super sick and die. So I'm not going to talk about this part of her paper because it's confusing. I'm also not going to talk about the anti inflammatory support either because, you know, there's a few. Yeah, there's a few markers in there like CRP elevation, which is an inflammatory marker in your blood. And yeah, so I'm not going to talk about those. What I am going to talk about, which has been shown to be safe, is foundational and antioxidant support, which is um, already shown throughout the entire stages of COVID to be effective. So that's during prevention, infection, escalating inflammation and recovery. And so I'm gonna start with the facts in terms of our obesity here in Canada as well as in the US. Okay, so a major factor that has been found is obesity. Now, in the US, I found so many different statistics, but really the general consensus is over 42% of people in the United States over the age of 20 are either overweight or obese. It's very high. In Canada, it's about 20%. Now, the other interesting factor is in the US, about 40% of people are deficient in vitamin D. So I'm going to scoot around to why this is important in a minute. In Canada, 10% are well deficient in vitamin D, and 32% are kind of borderline or just deficient. But only 10% are considered majorly deficient. So. Could this be the missing link? Could vitamin D be a major missing link in terms of not treating COVID, but maybe preventing it? So, yeah, I mean, there's enough evidence-based studies out there to say that vitamin D is a major factor. So I... I mean, I talk about vitamin D now for, I've talked about it for years and how important it is. Um, And many people are deficient or on the border of deficient. And in Canada here, you have to pay, I think it's $35, at least in Ontario, to have your vitamin D tested through blood work. I ask every single year sometimes twice a year for my general physician to test my vitamin D and I pay for it because I know it's very important and I personally even though I love the Sun I'm outside a ton I am always on the border not really on the border but on the low end of normal and a lot of that if you're like me That has to do with genetics because it's not that I don't get outside and I do know because I've run my own genetics that I carry a couple of genes that make vitamin D difficult for me to absorb. So just some tips. Get outside in the morning sun. If you're one of these people that burns very easily, your body is making vitamin D as soon as you get out in the sun. And guess what? As soon as you start to turn color, meaning tan or burn, it stops. It's like our bodies are so brilliant. We are designed to do the right thing. But unfortunately, so many other factors come into play that mess that up. So get outside every single day, 15 minutes. Early morning sun is the best. Um, As soon as you hit around, I guess 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, the UV index gets higher. So now I'm going to get back to foundation. There's a few things that Dr. Kara Fitzgerald talks about in this paper that are critical for foundation. Number one is sleep. Healthy sleep promotes those T helper cell response that we want. So those are the fighter cells. It actually helps that. And guess what? disordered sleep it promotes inflammation in the body this is why we need to sleep people i am an aura ring fanatic i love my aura ring it's low emf it's actually no emf because i turn off my wi-fi on my phone i put it in airplane mode so nothing is signaling while i sleep so i wear it all the time and then in the morning it updates but sleep 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 people If you're not sleeping, see your practitioner, see a nutritionist, see your naturopath doctor to help you figure out what's going on because sleep is part of that foundation. Stress. So stress is inherently inflammatory. That's the bottom line. So if you're one of these people that is always high stress mode, You gotta figure that out. You just have to. How do you know if you're high stress? Well, I would see a practitioner who understands cortisol response and understands what stress is and what stress means. But really, cortisol over long periods of time are just, it's immunosuppressive. And, you know, I hate to talk about this again, but let's get back to the masks. With some people, masks cause a huge stress response. And somebody I know on Facebook who has been I guess like a frontline worker in I don't know what he did, but he used to have to wear those gas masks, you know, the big masks or oxygen masks, whatever you talk whatever they're called. Anyway, he used to have to wear those and he talked about the fact that during that training some people had such severe anxiety from wearing masks that they had to drop out of the training. So not only is a lung disorder, a factor in wearing masks, so is severe anxiety. So if you're one of those people that has to wear masks all day and has um, anxiety, that could be increasing your stress response. So keep that in mind and stress over time is immunosuppressive. Again, all of this is part of Dr. Kara Fitzgerald's paper in foundationals. Glycemic control. So this includes insulin resistance, obesity, and impaired glucose tolerance. This is all associated with inflammation. And this all goes back to that whole obesity factor that I mentioned earlier. We all know. Fact is, is if you're overweight or obese, your chances of getting COVID and fighting COVID, getting COVID is higher and fighting COVID is going to be tougher. Again, part of the foundation. So if there's ever a time to not get that COVID-15, now is not the time to get it. So dietary factors, now is the time to improve your diet. Now is the time to improve your diet because when you have a good, clean diet, that reduces inflammation in the body. That's another factor. Microbiome balance dysregulation of the balance of your GI microbiome bacteria is also a source of systemic inflammation. So, again, another factor and another portion of this foundational support that you need to consider. And the last one she talks about is exercise. Now, I've talked about this in the past, I've talked about people who over-exercise, I've talked about people who under-exercise, but really the point is, is exercise and moving your body is critical for good health. We are designed to move, but we are not designed to kill ourselves every day in spin class either. I mean, everybody has a different tolerance level, but the bottom line is we need to get out there and you're going to hear some dogs barking. I'm sorry about that. I am outside, really. Um, Anyway, exercise, you want moderate levels. You don't want to go for a stroll every day. It's not enough. You need to move, but you also don't need to be doing spin class every day. So those are some of the foundations. Now, I'm going to talk about some supplements that are recommended as prevention, infection, inflammation, and recovery, all the stages of this illness, these are considered safe. This does not have to do with your immune function. It doesn't have to do with those fighter cells that I talked about, because I don't think anybody should really mess with those unless you're working with a qualified practitioner. Now, even I, like, I I mean, I read a lot and research a lot, but I wouldn't feel comfortable um, treating a client while they have COVID relating to touching anything to do with their fighter cells. And personally, I would be very, very careful if you're, working with a practitioner and you have active COVID and they're recommending any of these things at different times, you need to be careful because of that cytokine storm. So the only thing I would recommend are the foundations. So what are those? Get your notepad ready. However, I am going to say for dosing and how to take, see a qualified registered nutritionist like myself or see your naturopath doctor. Your general physician is not going to know about therapeutic grade supplements. They're not trained in it. So see your naturopath doctor or you can see your registered holistic nutritionist because we are trained in how to take, when to take, how to dose supplements. And again, not medical advice, and this is not advice specifically for you, it's for educational purposes. If you do want to work with me, send me a message. So, the foundations. Vitamin, oh my goodness, so sorry about the loud, loud, loud dog barking. My neighbor has loud dogs. I was hoping they wouldn't be up yet. Vitamin D. I'm not going to specifically talk <clears throat> Excuse me about the dosing, Because it's different for everyone and it's very dependent on your existing levels. That's why I say, go and get your levels tested. In my Instagram stories and my Facebook stories this week, I talk about an app. Sorry, we're going to let that pass. Very loud dogs. Oh my gosh. Okay, so there is an app that you can get on your iPhone. I'm not sure about Android. It's called D-Minder. I talked about it in my Facebook and my Instagram stories. These, uh, This app can actually give you a bit of a guideline as to where you probably sit in terms of your vitamin D levels. So that's something you can download until you can get out there and get blood work done. But really, get your blood work done before you know exactly what your tolerance level is of vitamin D, because vitamin D is actually a hormone. And so you don't want to overdo vitamin D. You want to get the right dose for you. And it's unique to everybody. Vitamin A. Also with vitamin A, it's one of those things you need to be careful of. You don't want to overdose vitamin A. Vitamin A is fat soluble, which means it's not water soluble. You're not going to pee it out as soon as you take it. So you need to be careful how much you take in. Zinc. Now, zinc is a huge factor in immune support. You see zinc lozenges. You see a lot of that. And um, I actually have zinc lozenges. I take them in once in a while. I take zinc usually every day. Um, It's pretty safe in lower doses. Vitamin C. Now, I take liposomal vitamin C. uh, Vitamin C is one of those miracle supplements really it's very hard to overdose on vitamin c and if you do the the worst that can happen is you're going to get some diarrhea because um a lot of people will take it when they're sick to bowel tolerance and then they stop Uh, liposomal vitamin c is a form that usually comes in 1000 milligram doses so one gram and um You typically do not get digestive upset, so you could take that a few times a day. Melatonin. Now, I am a big melatonin supporter. I've taken melatonin for years. My kids have taken melatonin for years, but very low doses, very low. Like we're talking 0.25 to 0.5 milligrams. And the reason I take it is it really helps with that rumination before sleep. Some people need more, some people it doesn't work for. And again, I think melatonin is one of those things you need to tread lightly. You don't want to take too much because you can have that next day grogginess if you take too much. Kercetin or Kercetin, uh, people pronounce it differently all the time. Kercetin actually. We are, my, everybody in my family is taking it right now because it's great as an antihistamine, a natural antihistamine. Also great as foundational support. Fish oil. Now, that's something that me and my family have taken for many, many years, many years. I mean, fish oil is great for so many things. So it's great for your immune health. It's great for brain health. I mean, how many of you eat a lot of fish? I mean, I personally, I don't. We eat it once in a blue moon. I just hate cooking it. I don't know. I'm not great at cooking it. So, you know, I don't eat a lot of it. And the last thing for foundation is high potassium foods. So what you know, what foods have high potassium? There's potatoes. Sweet potatoes, bananas, I think avocados pretty high in potassium, cooked spinach, cooked broccoli, all of those things. So you want to have high potassium diet. It's best to eat your potassium. You don't necessarily want to take it. Eating it is much better. So that's it, guys. Those are the foundational supplements that are talked about. Now, the other thing I am gonna get into briefly are just some antioxidant support. Antioxidants are great to take in during all phases of COVID, including prevention, infection, escalating inflammation, and recovery. And antioxidants, as you know, very high in blueberries, in produce, you're gonna get a lot of antioxidants. Um, But something that I personally take And again, I would take these under the guidance of your registered holistic nutritionist or your naturopath doctor. One of them is N-acetylcysteine or NAC. And the other one is glutathione. Glutathione is the mother antioxidant. It is it. But it's not easy for your body to absorb. So a lot of people will take... NAC or N-acetylcysteine because it helps to make glutathione. I personally take both of them every day in doses that are right for me. And again, I would recommend that you see your practitioner get the right dose the right type because i also believe in only therapeutic grade supplements you need to be careful and i'm not gonna i'm gonna just say big box stores you need to be careful about buying supplements there because the quality there was a big thing i think it was i don't know 60 minutes one of those shows they talked about how okay they're not necessarily going to do you harm if you buy supplements there But the potency and the actual ingredients are going to be cheaper. Cheaper ingredients and the potency is going to be very little. So basically, it's expensive urine. So that is my podcast for today. I do apologize for the external noises. But it's just so beautiful to record out here in the early morning. And just listening to the birds, looking out at the trees, I just love it. I want to shout out to all of you who have gone ahead and subscribed. And if you do send a review, please email it to me at at sandyknutrition.ca for a chance to win some swag, because I don't know exactly who you are, if you do a review because it's the apple id and so i have no idea who you are i also don't know i can tell where my listeners are from but i can't i can't tell actually anything else obviously there's privacy issues there but i will give you some uh, a breakdown which is kind of cool like 67 percent of my listeners are canadian thank you canada I love your support and I appreciate it. 22% are American. Thank you to my American friends. And then the rest are in Europe. And I have, I love it. I have some listeners in France, which is amazing. I have some listeners in Germany, in Australia. Oh my gosh, those noisy dogs are back. (laughs) Oh my God maybe this wasn't such a good idea. Anyway, a sum in the UK as well, in Saudi Arabia, Spain. Anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate your subscribing to my podcast. If you have any ideas, or if you want to be a guest, please send me an email, sandy at sandyknutrition.ca. Have a great week. Bye for now. join me next week where I cover off more exciting topics. I hope to continue to engage you and excite you and show you that living in your 40s, 50s and beyond can be exciting, balanced and healthful. Bye for now.